Hello everyone and welcome to the to-do list. So this week we're going to be talking about some of our favorite food places and bars. Yes, we've been in lockdown since March and we're finally going, we're in phase two, going into phase three, hopefully soon. And so we're going to be able to visit some of these places when we feel confident enough to actually go out and venture on the trains again. But these are some of our all-time favorite places that we've missed so much and are so excited to visit when things lighten up a little bit. So, here we go. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Kimberly, And this is The To-Do, To-Do List. So, uh, this week one of the things that Kimberly and I were discussing is now we in New York City are entering phase two reopening reopening there's hope there's light at the end of the tunnel and that's kind of what this episode is about it's about hope and the light at the end of the tunnel and since we are in phase two which will lead to phase three and then lead to phase four if people wear their face masks if (laughs) (laughs) Mm, uh my mask is not on right now but i will say i am quarantined in my apartment right now so beyond that once we are able to move forward with the reopening process and have hope the question of the day is what are we most looking forward to going back to? Where do we want to visit? What do we want to do once we're able to go open Specifically again? food-wise in yes. this one. Uh, um, food and drink. Food there are drinks drink. involved. There's drink involved. There you go. There's yeah. drinking, yes. So it's it's mostly going more into that. It's not like visiting the Empire State Building no. or things like that. This is more... Here's the thing with New Yorkers. We love food. <laughs> and we love to be able to go out and eat <laughs> and experience new dining experiences we we a lot of people don't cook some people don't even in kitchens i actually researched this recently um camberly and i were discussing apartments because we were thinking rents and and how much rent was and i believe you thought that it's mandatory for there to be an oven in a restaurant or a restaurant uh, oven in an apartment i thought you had to have a refrigerator and oven apparently you don't No, by new york law which is just ludicrous but refrigerator, I think, is yes. I think oven is no, but I forget now. We, we this is like a week or two yeah, since we were researching. People have hot plates that they cook off of in New York City, which is just ludicrous that people would pay thousands of dollars to have a hot plate. I knew somebody uh, who lived in an apartment and she had a microwave, and I, I looked at it and like, wait a minute, where's your oven? And she's like, I don't have an oven. I'm like, nope. what do you mean? She also shared a bathroom with like the neighbors, so it's one of those. And this wasn't like the YMCA type deal, this was in Brooklyn. This was a I mean, it was a fairly nice apartment, but she had to share her bathroom with her neighbors. And, yeah, and, and I don't do that. Yeah, I don't. So the <laughs> no. point of the story is a lot of New Yorkers, some of them don't cook. I'm not sure many of them know how to cook. A lot of them order in. Of course, because a lot of times we work really long hours here. And so by the time you get home or you're just going to school, here's the thing about New Yorkers. They keep busy, okay? And then part of it is also socializing with people. You'll find a lot of people go to restaurants or bars. So it's a lot of the socialization here. And it's just, and with the long hours, we want somebody else to do the cooking. <laughs> and so that's kind of what we're focusing on here is because we haven't been able to go to our favorite places in a while. We want to see them. We miss them. And most of these places, at least in my list, are open. There are a few that still are not, but that should be opening here in the near future. And so I will put those on there because I'm excited because they have said they will be opening soon. And that brings me beautiful excitement. Yes, I was just thinking about how many billions of dollars are in the New York restaurant industry or bar industry just because... I, I feel it's up there. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is a foodie town, so you know what you're getting into. And I'm sure they're looking forward to making that money again and having those jobs again. And, and my tummy's ready. 
I, I think you're... I'm tired of my cooking. Is your liver ready? Oh, my liver's always ready. I say. Until one day it's not. Uh, okay, so so what, uh, what, what would you feel on Torres? You want to go first? I... You know what? I will go first. So, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is I have a sweet tooth. And this one is not completely open yet. We're hoping that it will be open here soon. And it is Two Little Red Hens. Oh. I know. I know. They're still temporarily closed. They're that was one of mine. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. There's a lot of crossover. but A lot, yeah. I am so excited. Basically... Two Little Red Hens is kind of... There's only one... Uh, location. Location. And it's in uh, on the Upper East Side. It is on the Upper East Side. It's, out, it's near the 86th Street Q station. I kind of don't want to tell more people about this. And that's kind of the truth with a lot of people. Why? These, because there's already a line for this. Depends <laughs> on the day. It really does. I've gone on some days and literally there's only been two people in there. Really? It, it really depends on... The day, sometimes if it's raining, sometimes if it's between 9 and 5. Sometimes because if it's minus 20 below. yeah. No, but sometimes <laughs> when it's minus 20 below on a Saturday, there is a line. So I've been I've been there in January. I Before this whole lockdown happened, and this is why it was on my list, yeah. I would go to, to Two Little Red Hens every three weeks to support them. I... A lot of people support them. If I look closer, if I look closer, I'd probably go more often. Oh yeah! Here's the thing with it: is that the ingredients they don't use like artificial crud. Like there's certain bakeries that I won't slam that I don't really like here that are popular due to other like TV shows or other things, whatever. And the thing is, the quality of the frosting just isn't very good. I feel like the product just isn't top notch, but they they charge top notch prices. The thing with with two little red hens is that they use really good ingredients. And the thing is they don't really charge that much as no, far they don't. as cupcakes. It's and the very, size. Yeah, and they, the size Well they have more than one kind of size. They have yeah. cupcakes, cookies, pies I, I tend to be a cupcake guy, but they do have mini cupcakes yeah. too. So that you, there are options. Yeah. So if you just want a bite and you don't want a full cupcake and you're kind of like watching whatever, you know, you want to be healthier, you can get a smaller size one. I don't do that. I don't play that. I go for my favorite, which is the uh, Brooklyn Blackout. It's very good. Oh, oh, well, but they do have a good key lime. They do. The they do key have a good lime. lime. Is so good too. Yes. But oh, and they that's... do some seasonals. They do some with alcohol in actually seasonally. Yeah. Uh, um, around Christmas time, sure. uh, they do one at St. Patrick's Day too. They do a um, couple seasonally. They have like a for every season a, a different menu. They they don't always have a lot of them on hand though, so it's best to go earlier in the day because uh, of that. I actually asked once. I said when's the best time of day cuz I do like the key lime. Mm-hmm. And the key lime like Brooklyn Blackout, they have pretty consistently. Yeah. But I asked him what's the best time of day to or the guy in front of me, one of us asked what's the best time of day to have the widest assortment and they said between 2 and 3 p.m. Yeah. They said that's basically when they get everything. So when you say early in the day, I imagine like 10 a.m. Like, no, well, it's actually... To me, that's actually earlier in the day. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working or whatever. Fair, so for fair. me, that, that's, I can't get out ever. So, But that, I, I just love it. The, the Brooklyn Blackout is just delicious chocolatey goodness. So well-priced. The, the quality is amazing. They don't do substitutions. You can have specialized cakes made there, but they don't do substitutions. They use one specific recipe. Well, not one specific, but several specific recipes, and that's it. They don't branch out. They know what they do well, and they're like, and they do take it, well. it or leave it. And exactly. they do it well. Um, I think for me, and the reason why this also was on my list, it's, it's one of the... They are currently closed, and I'm very looking forward to them opening up, is because 
crumbs used to be a chain that had decent cupcakes here. Yeah. And when they shut down, I was sad. It was a sad day for me because I liked their assortment. I liked their size. I felt I got their money's worth. So then after that, I was looking around to fill my cupcake fix and Magnolia, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't Sarah- want to say their name. <laughs> oh, that was the, that was who you were talking about? That was who I was talking about. Oh, I'll say that. I think they're totally overrated except for the banana pudding, which I do find good. That is the one thing that's good of theirs. But honestly, it's it's overrated. When you were talking about quality ingredients, you are talking about that. I, I think mm-hmm. they're overrated. I don't know that I'd say quality ingredients for I me. I don't say they have quality ingredients. I right. feel like they charge a lot of money based off of its reputation. Right. And I thought when you said, oh, I know a baker that doesn't use quality ingredients, I didn't know you were speaking about them specifically. I'm speaking about them specifically, and I have been there more than once. Um, I'm sorry, Sarah Jessica Parker. But I feel like a lot... She has known it. (laughs) She has known it, but I feel like a lot of of the business there is because of Sex in the City and because of tourists. It is. The truth is, if you're thinking as far as quality goes, Mm -hmm. sometimes people, and this goes for fashion, this goes for many um, industries, sometimes you're paying for the name. Yeah. And you're paying for the name in that. I think when Crumb shut down, I was looking for a good cupcake place. And I thought of Magnolia. But mm-hmm. their size, the portion size. That was my one of my big hang-ups. The portion size for what you're paying. You get a lot smaller than you used to at Crumb's, which is now defunct. But at uh, Two Little Red Hens, you get... For probably the same price as as Magnolia, you get a bigger cupcake and better quality. Yeah. The quality of the cupcake. Somebody brought me one once from uh, Magnolia. And I was like, "What? This isn't that good." Are, are yeah. we gonna give any shout outs to who who turned us on to to the redheads? Yeah. Or no, <laughs> I don't that, think she that. Let's but. just say there was a coworker that Camberley knew that turned Camberley onto this cupcake place, and then Camberley had said how I was looking for a new place too frequent. And since then, I have been dubbed the believer because yes, I believe because I believe in two little red hens. I believe in them. And when they open up, please support them because again, they're a mom and pop store. It's not like a chain, so give them a little bit of love, and it's totally, absolutely worth it. Once they're open, I will go back there. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of on both of our lists. So yeah. do you want to go again, or should yeah, I go? Yeah, go for it. I should go. So my. Uh, well, this is going to be a crossover. I have a feeling because I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to talk a little bit about this. Oh, of course. So. That that oh, one, me. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two Little Red Hens was the only one that I was thinking of off the top of my head that was outside of Brooklyn. Part of it is, even though things are opening up, my question for me, and this is what you as a listener, if you're in the New York City area or any area you're in for that matter, is how safe do you feel traveling? How safe do you feel going into places? And, and how much calculated risk are you willing to take? Yeah. I have not been to Manhattan since March. March. Mm-hmm. It was like March... 17th I want to say was the last time I went to Manhattan so because of that I'm not I love you two little red hens but they are probably what would draw me back into Manhattan until it's been deemed safer or something shifts all my other ones are pretty Brooklyn centric so this first one is and and I think it's going to be on camera. It's Blueprint. It's a yes. bar that we... And we don't want people going there because it's awesome, but I don't yeah, care. Yeah, we, we don't want you going this there. Is, this is like a <laughs> VIP... Not because we don't love you. It's because we, we want love the tables. it. And it, it gets really crowded. And um, Oh, some nights not so much. Yeah, it depends. But, you know... We... we, we Stumbled. Do you want to talk about how we stumbled upon this? I feel this is a crossover. Was it on your list? Kind of a crossover. Okay, yeah, 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 we're hanging out um, in Park Slope and uh, as you do, just just doing what we do. When we walk around, especially on you know weekends, sometimes you want to just get out of your how your apartment and do things. And so that's what we're like. Let's focus. Let's focus and walk around. And and so we were just like hungry. We hadn't really eaten, and then I kind of wanted to drink because I always want to drink and. 
we just stopped in front of a place and I'm like, all right, it's right here. So I start reading. I think you were looking for a rooftop bar. I was looking for a rooftop bar. And it did say it had a patio, which I'm like, okay, it's not rooftop, but okay, patio. I'm outside. It's beautiful weather. It's July. And I look at my phone and the reviews are just amazing. And then we finally just went, you know what? Let's just go in there. Let's just try it. And Blueprint was born. Yeah, and I will say the <laughs> reviews that you read were right. Okay. OMG. Um, the quality of the ingredients uh, is it expensive ish? I guess. They have a happy hour where there's discounts on drinks. Um, they have a good food. I, like, mm-hmm. one of. Uh, I, I went to a bar in Seattle and one of my big hang ups was oh, they didn't have a, a good food uh, amount of food to complement the drink i feel blueprint does they also truth be told have good pie i'm not <laughs> i got they roped into really that um because apparently one of the people involved with the ownership um also is a baker and so they do seasonal pies and it. it was it was good it was it was competitive with other pies i've had um that being said blueprint i like the quality of the ingredients you get what you pay for uh, and I will say the staff is wonderful. I yeah. love the staff. I feel they're very welcoming. I feel they're very gracious. And um, we do actually have a favorite or two. We have a, a couple yeah, of favorites. There's a few that are I, I really, really like. But there's one who really holds a dear place in our hearts. We but hope she's doing all right. We do. We do. And here's the thing. The drinks are a little bit more expensive. If you live in New York, they're not going to be expensive to you. But if you're visiting New York... You're going to go, what, from a lot of places, unless you're living in L.A., Boston, things like that. But I would argue if you're visiting New York, live a little. Because honestly, there's, there's uh, yeah. some people are like, I've had people ask me, I'm coming to New York, where can I find cheap liquor? I'm like, well, it's going to be like. Why would you want that? Exactly, yeah. if you're in a shop. I mean, intellectually, I understand why you want it. But the reality is you get what you pay for. And what I will yes. say is the ingredients they use, they change the uh, drink menu seasonally. They use quality ingredients and you can taste it. And the bartenders actually take such care in in constructing the cocktail yeah. that it, it it's something to savor. It is basically an experience that that is wonderful. And that's why I can't... And you know their status. They said they're hoping to open in phase three. Yeah, they're hoping... To, they're trying to figure out how to open in phase three. A lot of places are going out onto the sidewalks. And so... But the city has to approve some of this stuff. So they're trying to figure it out. They also have a patio in the back. Um, but the thing is, I do want to say the drinks are usually about 14 to 16. Um, but what I, the ingredients are great. The uh, bartenders create sometimes their own drinks. Yeah. They like make them themselves. And then some nights you will go in and it'll just be that night that they'll have printed out the card saying this is available. Um, as far as the food, I will say it is not a full kitchen. Uh, they do have things that they can make very easily. So you're not going to be able to get burger and fries and things like that. It's like charcuterie or uh, yeah. one of the things you, they have. Uh, oh, oh, artichokes. Yeah, they have like an artichoke. They have uh, pizzas, like small Mini. pizzas. Yeah. They have like cheese and, and, and meat. Like a hummus plate. And hummus plates. It's things like that. So you're definitely, there'll be some fat on your plate. So you can drink several drinks and not get you know, ill. And I have <laughs> both had several drinks and gotten ill, but you know what? It's worth it. I regret nothing. I re- Truth be told, though, we went there on New Year's Eve, and then that night, I did we have, I we had, had too many. It doesn't matter how many it was. We had, I, we had too many, because we're like, hey, it's New Year's Eve, you know? Hey. 2020 is going to be awesome. And I vomited that night, so that being yeah. said, that should have been indicative. I'm not going to say that we caused all of this, but that should have been a sign for what 2020... I mean, we... we 
We it, should have it known. It was there. It was it there. Was the clues there. were all there. We should have seen it aligning. <laughs> so I actually said that night. I said, I hope this doesn't mean anything. And you were like, 2020 is going to be great. I said that. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, but then she asked me, do I regret it? I'm like, I regret nothing. Because honestly, <laughs> it's worth it. I go, I'll go back again and I'll drink again. I'll probably have just as much. I cannot wait. Even even though I don't like taking public transit right now. Or it's worth it for anything, that. I, I would almost walk. <laughs> Actually, we researched that, didn't we? And we did. I would almost walk and take an Uber home and just like go straight into the shower as soon as I get on, get out. <laughs> but they're not open yet. We've been watching their Instagram. No, and, we've been watching and closely. Closely, so. but they're a phase three thing. But we are looking forward to. It. We are. We are, that's giving us hope. Blueprint, you're Blueprint, giving us hope. You're giving us hope. You're giving us hope. Give us that lifeline, baby. So the next one for me, actually, I, a lot of these places are in Manhattan for me. Um, this is one that I miss so much. It, I love Asian food. Asian food is my favorite. Um, and I love this place. I've been going there for years. And it is Rin. Oh, I yeah. I know, Rin. I take my friends there all the time. Yeah. Even, like, newbie friends. And it's the place where a lot of my friends are like, yeah, let's meet up at Rin. For some reason, it just, all of us love it. The Black Pearl. The Black Pearl is quite good. Yes. It's a dessert they have. It's called the Black Pearl. It's and so delicious. Every time I go there, I have it. I swear. The only thing that makes me sad is they haven't had drinks the last oh, couple times yeah. we've been there. Their drinks are really good and well-priced, and they will do their job <laughs> if that's what you're looking for. By doing their job, what are you saying? They have a heavy hand. Take me to my happy place. They have a heavy they are hand. They quite delicious. The Rising Sun is my absolute favorite. It looks kind of froofy, and it's in fancy glass, and it's just, I, I love Ren. But Thai food... I love Thai food. I love Thai food, Korean food. I love Asian food. I Thai food's probably my favorite, and I love this place. The proportions have gotten a little bit smaller, um, but that happens a lot with restaurants, but I still don't care. I go back all the time. I love it. I find the food to be very flavorful. Service nice. Very, and if you're in Manhattan, they do deliver certain places. They have been doing it, I guess, since they've been able to. Um, a lot of the times with Thai food, it'll be a little bit too salty for me. Uh, I think sometimes that's part of just the menu of Thai food. And I feel like the food's a little bit more balanced here, um, where it's not when you're chugging water <laughs> for the rest of the night. I think it's just really well balanced, quick service. They get it done. I love Rin. Yes, I... I a black pearl. is what, It's literally what's in my head. I think what... I also find impressive about them is oftentimes there's so many Thai restaurants in Manhattan or New yeah. York City. What I like about... Especially in the area. Yeah. Well, what I like about Rin is it's not too overrun with crowds. It's not too no. touristy and it's not no, overwhelmed where you're like, ugh, I have to wait. Ugh, it's mostly wait. locals. So I guess this may be another one we don't want you to know about, but yeah. this is this is turning into a VIP episode. A where we'll, bit, yeah. we'll, we'll tell you our favorite places and you know what? If we see you there, great. If not, well... That's fine too, but you're missing out because Rin, I feel they do tie well. They, they have, do. They have the black pearl, and their customer service is very nice. I mean, we made we made a buddy. We made well, a friend there. Since then, but he he came and went to karaoke. He with us. he ended up going to karaoke, and he bought us drinks actually, <laughs> not know. at Rin, at like, karaoke. Yeah. He literally, yeah, David, he, yeah. He, oh, I wish he's still around. I'd he had, he's moved. He's moved. He's, he's moved left moved New York. On. So. 
But yes, we, we made a, their staff is so nice. They made, it, not that he pushed himself on. Awesome. No, he was great. He he was just we cool. We invited him. We we yeah, we were just talking to him, and he's like, "Hey, what do you guys? You know, what are the plans? Was that your birthday?" No, it was before my birthday. Okay, I wasn't sure because I was like, and then he brought me a special. Yeah, at one point, I think he brought you something special for your birthday too. And then I brought him. Yeah, so Rin is a wonderful place. Yes, Um, absolutely. So the third one on my list is, as I said, I'm being Brooklyn centric. I love Ethiopian food. Woo! I I probably my my favorite Ethiopian place, and this is one that I'm I I don't, and this is my own personal call. Mm As I've said, I have not been to Manhattan since March. I don't know that I'm ready to take that jump. So because of that, Mesca, which is an Ethiopian restaurant in Hell's Kitchen, is the location I go to. They Isn't do it Mesca? A, they online they list it as Mesca. M-E-S-K-E. Oh. She knows it as Mescarum because that's what it was at one point. There's been some sort of name change thing oh, going no. on. I'm not worried about it. No, it's been name change for years, girl. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought we, We've been going there long enough that like name changes aren't even throwing her. Kind of like Old Castle. I it's, still call it Old Castle. It's <laughs> not. Now it's a copper mug. It's copper mug? Copper is that even what it is? I can't. Copper John. Is it still the Sears Tower? I can't. <laughs> anyway, there's the point is that Ethiopian restaurant I love and I want to go back there. There are two locations. There is one down by the West 4th Street area in the mm-hmm. village. There's an, The other one I specifically like to frequent is the one on 47th Street in yeah. Hell's Kitchen because you can see a lot of dog walkers. That being said, the one I'm looking forward most going to that's on my list is Cafe Gannett, which yeah. is an Ethiopian so restaurant nice. here in Brooklyn. Uh, Kimberly and I, I've been there more than once. I think you've only been there once, correct? I've been there once and I'm hankering for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you, I've, I've been there more than once. Yeah. And it's... I, I love Ethiopian. I like the environment. They do well with the decor. They like little cushions and pillows and yeah. stuff. Um, I did call them today to check. They are doing outdoor dining at this time. So I oh. can't guarantee there will be cushions. I can't Ooh. guarantee there will be pillows. But they are open for business. They are doing outdoor seating at this time. So... Cafe Gannett, it's not that I'm looking forward to reopening. I'm looking forward to me visiting you, which may happen very shortly because, I, I mean, we're in phase two. I'm getting a little bit more comfortable with with yeah. going out and wearing my mask and such. But Cafe Gannett, I feel, uh, does Ethiopian well. It, it's a nice environment, a nice, nice staff, staff, and good food. Really nice staff. Yeah. I, I love it. I yeah, I've been thinking about it quite a lot. I love it. Oh yeah, I miss it. That's a good choice. Cafe Gannett. I'm yeah. getting so hungry. I love you, Mesca, as well. I love you, but <laughs> I don't necessarily good. feel safe about Manhattan yet. So Cafe no. Gannett, you win. No. So the one that I kind of miss. A lot of mine are Manhattan centric. They really are. Um, but I really miss Bubble and Sip. Oh, I think it's Bibble and Sip. Bibble and Sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubble, bibble, bibble, and sip. I miss you. I'm pretty sure I'm right. But I'll so go check it's it. it's basically it is bibble. It is. Okay. It's a Korean um, like dessert place where you can get also lattes and different coffees and teas, and it's just really they're a little bit expensive. I'm not gonna lie, but the aesthetics are quality really, costs money. Really cute. It's just and it's very crowded. Oh my gosh, it's such a small storefront. I wish they'd yeah. go somewhere a little bit bigger. But it really specializes in cute, like, Korean or Asian-flavored dishes, but it, it's mostly, um, I think, more of a Korean flair to it because it's, it's in that area a little bit more. But um, I just love that place. The desserts are so delicious. I love their coffees because they're unique flavors. I just miss it so much, which also ties into, just in general, K 
K-Town. I just miss K-Town. I miss Korean food. There's not a lot of Korean food in Brooklyn, so you really have to go to K-Town to get it. There's not a specific one that I love. I just love bouncing around in them. I really miss my Korean food before this whole world went to shit. Oh, I can't say that. Sorry. I don't know that you can't. I mean... Beep! Um, went to poo. Um, <laughs> I went out with a friend, and I had a wonderful Korean dinner. And then... Lockdown, and so yes, I miss so, you. Yes. Bibble and sip, K Town. Bibble and sip. I will be there soon. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> so, do I do one more, or how many more? Do, do it. I do what you feel. Okay, because those those three are my literal big three. We are hankering. Those are them. Um, if oh, if if I had to think of another one that I want. Uh, it, you know what it is? What? Yeah. I miss, so there's a hotel bar we've been to that I, I just kind of like the ambiance and it's again in Manhattan. It's one that I, I, I'd want to, I actually, okay. There's a hotel bar that's a bit pricey. It's called the Avery. I actually oh, like a yeah. back room of that one called, is it the library? It is the library. Or the office. No, I think it's the, the office. The office. It's okay. the office. It's the office. The aviary I like better. They're kind of attached. It's all in the Mandarin Oriental facing yeah. Columbus uh, circle. Uh, they're ridiculously expensive. Oh, ridiculously. Stupidly but, expensive. Well, but I feel stupidly. Yes, that's a good word. But I think that the aviary, yeah, it's part of the Mandarin Oriental, yeah. which I will say they have the best hand lotion in the bathroom. OMG. Yeah. It was so good. I ordered it online. It was so good. Kimberly was drunk enough to think she wanted to steal it, but she didn't. No. But but I'm better than that. But it was good. It was good. It yeah. was good. So the front part is more touristy because their drinks are more showy. They're like a ship in a bottle or a a bag that they pop and then it smells like popcorn or something. Yeah. Uh, was it a pillow that they pop and it smells like yeah. popcorn or something like that? Yeah. So meaning they they tend to be more showy. So the front room, which is the aviary, gets and it has a view of Central Park. It gets more crowded, it's more, more touristy. It, yeah. it, it's more showy. I like the library better because it, I felt like it was in the inner sanctum. Like, the secret... We were the intelligentsia, reading all these books, and and the drinks were good. It was the same quality drinks, less showy, yeah. but the staff was very nice and personable. Oh, yeah. um, I, I think that sometimes the showiness... I mean, yeah, I'll look out the window, and yeah, I like showy drinks, but I feel like sometimes it, it felt a little see and be seen. You're paying for that show. Yeah. Yeah, but I felt like it's also... Drinks are so expensive. It's also like... Almost showing off. It is a little bit, but I actually like that, and I'm not one of those people who, you know, VIP kind of person. I don't have time for that. I'm a very flashy person, though, so I tend to like flashy places like that. Not that I like froofy places. I like the craziness of the drinks. I love the view. So for me, the the office is great. I'd go there again, but every time I see the aviary, I just stare out and go, uh, I love that place. Okay. I, I would go back there. In a heartbeat. But uh, we will say that we did mention Blueprint. The Aviary and the Office have re- they're ridiculously priced. they're ridiculously they're priced. like over twenty. I think some of them were twenty five. Some of them like hovering at twenty eight thirty for a drink. Yeah, which is so it's stupid. It's ridiculously priced. Yeah, so it's definitely not a I'm going every week kind of thing. No, it's a treat it's, once or twice a year. It's your birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's New Year's Eve. It's something. Whereas, and. and Blueprint. That's why Blueprint was higher on my list, more a priority. Yeah. Um, I I I feel Blueprint is a place I'd frequent. 
and half. I agree. I agree. You know, so we're going to be winding this down here, but I do want to give a shout out for two places quickly. Um, I miss you, Toto Ramen. This is um, over on the east side, Midtown. I miss Toto Ramen. I only eat it during the winter and fall when it's still cold. It's too hot now, so even if it opens, I won't go there. I miss ramen. I really miss Toto Ramen because everything shut down. I didn't get a chance to eat this delicious food much this year. And, you know, it, it, it makes me a little bit sad. And to one of my favorite places in Park Slope that I haven't seen so long. No. Oh. Mr. Wish. <laughs> Doesn't he? I'm doing, Mr. we're doing like Wish. the touchdown pose right yes. now. Yes. Didn't you say it's like the best boba? Uh, it's the best boba. boba I have Hat. in your life they make it right there and it's fresh and it, you know how sometimes with boba if you're a boba no, drinker it I don't gets know. so <laughs> chewy it sticks to your teeth and bleh. no this stuff is fresh it melts in your mouth deliciousness and i haven't seen them i used to go there all the time i miss them so much the woman who's there a lot is just the sweetest woman and i i, I need to go back I just need to spend a full day eating in that neighborhood. I miss it so much. Best so if you, boba. So if you get shout-outs, and I want two as well, then I'm going to go with Mesca, because I love them. Yeah, and they're in Manhattan. give them a shout-out. Oh, I love them still. It's just I'm scared to go to Manhattan a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'm not going to. The there. other shout-out I would give would be to Beauty in Essex. I enjoyed their brunch, which you know, you went. Remember? I know, yeah. I know Beauty I, I I love me some Beauty in Essex. That's a CNB scene kind of scene mm-hmm. but I didn't care the reason why is because the, specifically their brunch was so good it's worth it so that's my shout out anyway absolutely which talking about brunches when everything opens up we have a goal of hitting up so many brunch places so here. many so hell many hell yeah because we love brunch because we sleep in too late so go out there <laughs> and enjoy the food as it slowly <laughs> opens up we'll be putting pictures if we have some we do have some of these up on our facebook page you can follow us there email us some of your favorite places that are opening up you know put it on the facebook page and maybe we'll go visit them when things open up in 2021 no we'll be open for that phase three well, is coming when we actually go back to manhattan oh that's <laughs> i have a feeling we will be back there we'll i have hope back. i have hope I and so hope. blueprint has given me hope well Many places are giving us hope right now. So with that, live your life as an exclamation, not an explanation. Beep. <laughs>